0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, and once again welcome back to Fleet Flipper. I'm Noah Shiner, and yes, this is the third episode we're doing today. But like I said before, I do the best I can to get all the information out to you as best as best as it comes in. And there's some times where I do have to let let information keep coming in, you know, keep coming in, coming in. And of course with work, with work related, you know, working of course, you know, sitting in the day in the mornings, yeah, then of course in the mornings and then of course going to work in the, after- the afternoons and into the evening. So sometimes the best time to do to get some stuff in is to actually do it on my days. I have all. Now granted it is almost it's almost it's eleven fifty two in the evening, which again it's a new day is almost approaching, but this will be the third episode we get in we'll get in on the day. And of course you still have some information, certainly a lot more information to cover. In this episode we'll talk about a, another part. We we'll talked about Devin White in the last episode. Well now we'll talk about a another part that's come out and said that they are um, that they're interested, that they're interested in leaving their franchise. We'll talk about him in a few minutes. Um, we'll talk about a we'll talk about a gentleman that we have talked about at least a little bit in the last episode. His name is gonna be brought up again with a new team. We'll talk about him. He's a top notch player in the Seleague we'll talk about We'll talk about the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, they have been in the news here recent about possibly getting rid of uh, a possibility of Kirk Cousins last year's contract and and there's been rumors right around about maybe Dalvin Cook might get traded this year again but again um, as far as the draft is concerned the uh, Vikings, we'll talk about the Vikings and who they may draft in the first round of this year's, in this year's draft and it may be a little bit of a surprise, but then again it might not be a surprise to a, a lot of people. And for the last thing, we'll talk about a team we discussed very little bit last episode. We'll talk about a team in the NFC South has made some noise this all season, especially on one side of the ball. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about them briefly in the last episode, but we'll get to them And if few we'll get to them a little later on in this episode. Uh, for those who joined for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please, I've always taken about your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, whoever you need to invite. I've always stayed before, and I'll continue to stay. We are—we're all family and friends here. We talk enough about football. I'm not. There's not. There's no religious or political beliefs in none of my um, in none of my episodes whatsoever. Um, we're here talking about football. Now, last episode we talked about a controversial issue about Dwayne Haskins, and yeah. And uh, the possibility of being drugged, but again, that is something I want to bring up. Something I, wanted, something that was very interesting. And I want to bring it to my, to my viewers, to my listeners, and to see what they would, what they, what they think on that, on that subject. Uh, and for those who've been day one, I want to say thank you for doing so. And again, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, random person on the street, doesn't matter. Please invite them to come on in, and listen, listen to the podcast. And the as I've always taken. If you got any questions for me whatsoever, I'm on Facebook and on Spotify. Reach me in those two places. You got a question? Doesn't matter what football question related to. I'll do the very best I can to answer your question on air. If I, you know, I will certainly spend some time out on each episode to answer your questions. If I don't get a chance to do so, then I will take a whole entire episode to do to answer nothing but your questions. So give me your opinions. Like I said in last episode doesn't matter. Who do you think? I mean, question. Who do you think will be this year's MVP? Who do you think is going to be the team that's going to the Super Bowl? Who do you think is going to be the surprise team this year? Who do you think is going to be the defensive player of the year, comeback player of the year, yeah, whatever, you know, something like that. Or who do you think? Who do you think your favorite teams will draft in the draft this year? As you know, the draft is two weeks away. It's gearing up and everybody's still getting their mock drafts in. Um, Again, here very soon. I promise you that I will give you that I will give you my take on what who I believe which team should draft each you know with their picks. When we will discuss that. Of course, there are going to be some. On like I said last year, there were some movers, wheels, and deals in, in the draft, and I would be totally surprised this year if you see the same thing all over again. You saw AJ Brown. You saw Marquise Brown. You saw them you know go to different teams and draft a trades would I be surprised no I would not be surprised again I think certainly the Panthers and I believe the Texans are not going to move off of where they're at certainly but the, the third team the Cardinals and we'll talk about the Cardinals here in a few minutes as they are a team that might that might move from from their spot in the draft in the draft again that's a rumorous speculation but we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see um Again, if you do not listen to me here on Anchor, I'm on Spotify, R Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just a few that I'm on. If you don't get a chance, please all to listen to and radio public. If you do not get a chance, then feel free to use use whatever you, you know, whatever platform that you like to use to listen to listen to me. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you've got a day off from of work, or like you said, you're out running errands. Or the case may be please by all means please listen listen away uh, like I said before and I'll say it again if you've got, you know, if you, got, if you got any questions for me if you got an, if you got an opinion on a certain football subject and you want me to answer it you know if you want me to answer it for you then I'm certainly more than happy to, to do so um, doesn't matter what it is um, again I'm certainly look, look for your opinions or your opinions again we all got opinion on something. We're all an armchair quarterback. There's a, a, a million of them out there, a billion of them out there. And I guess, you know, there's, I'm sure there's probably like a billion to billion podcasts. And I'm sure there's probably about uh, maybe a million dealing with football or sports related or, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm sure that it is. sure, again. But if you got a question for me, please, by all means, shoot me a question. Shoot me on Facebook or Talk. I would say more so Facebook. I'm more so on Facebook than Spotify. But if you do, shoot me something on Facebook. I'd be more than I'd be more than happy to answer your questions about, you know, any anything, any football or any question whatsoever. I'd be more than happy to do so. Uh I think we've covered enough. We've babbled on enough. Let's jump into what we want to talk about. We're talking about football, right? Let's jump into the first subject and we'll talk about a another player that wants to be traded. This time it comes from the Arizona Cardinals and Buddha Baker. Now Buddha Baker, which I believe, uh, last all season or season before that, had signed a new deal with the Arizona Cardinals. Now Buddha Baker has been has been an extremely excellent, dra- excellent pickup for the Cardinals. He was a draft pick of a, a few years back, and he certainly lived up to the expectations of being a top-notch safety in this league. But now Buddha, now Buddha Baker wants, once out of Arizona. Now, I've read a few stories. Nothing has come out extensive as to why Buddha wants out of, uh, out of Arizona. But that is word, word on the tree is that he wants out of, out of Arizona. Now again, again, I think there's a similar situation with the Devon White situation that it is at Arizona. If you think about it, it is, Arizona's going through a lot of changes. You got, a new coach, a new general manager, yeah. Um, I mean, you've got your you know JJ Watt retired, DeAndre Hopkins could be traded, and again, I think Buda Baker is kind of like, and Byron Murphy was a, a pretty good corner cornerback for the uh, Cardinals is now moved on to the Minnesota Vikings, and he is now learning he's under the yeah, he's under the uh, their tree now. So again. Gets again. I think this is a situation where Buddha Baker, I believe, sees the kind of the writing on the wall that the Cardinals are going to, are going to struggle, especially in that division. You've got the San Francisco 49ers who are who are not going not going anywhere anytime soon. Now, granted, yes, they've got a quarterback situation. Is in Trey Lands, Can Brock Purdy get healthy? Yeah, or can Sam Down be effective? If you get that situation, the Forty ers are still a top. Are still maybe the team to beat in the division. Now, Seattle, see, they, seem, they seem to be getting better. Uh, defense was an issue. They've been adding some pieces of defense this off season. Um, they, of course, re-signed you know, Bobby Wagner. Again, they're doing their very best to load up on the defense on the ball. Offense was an issue last year. The big question for them is, can the defense get better? And, can Geno Smith do what he did last year? Those are the biggest two questions. Now the Rams, the Rams have been kinda of quiet. The Rams have not really gone out and signed anybody, but again the Rams, Matthew Stratford, uh, according to uh Sean McFay, he should be ready to roll once all season programs and once Camp rolls around that Strafford should be ready to roll, which is great, which is great news. But again, the offensive line still in question. can 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 Akers be the one running back for the Rams for a full 17 games. Had his issues. cup should be back. Um, can Allen Robinson be better than he certainly was last season. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense, minus Jalen Ramsey, yes, you still got Aaron Donald. He should return. But can the Rams, you know, can the Rams be an effective team once again? But in that division, the Cardinals will probably to finish last. Like I said, uh, Kyle Burry could be gone by. Who knows? He could, miss, he could be gone by mid-season this season. With that, that means Colt McCoy. At least we think Colt going to be the starting quarterback. But I think Colt is going through some injuries himself. So right now, it's a huge question mark as who the, quarter the Cardinals quarterback. Now, yes, you still got James Conner, who has, who has since he has signed with the Cardinals the last two years, has played well. Yes, as far as need, Hopkins, it still as of right now, he's still sitting on the Cardinals team. Hopefully, Marquise Brown. Hopefully, Zach Hurts will be healthy by Again, if you have that, that's something to work with. The offensive line, it still needs a little work. And the defense, well, the defense has lost a few pieces of the puzzle. And again, certainly, and certainly the Cardinals are not going to sit there and, and again, I think the Cardinals are kind of like the Buccaneers in the decision. They're not going to trade Buddebaker. I don't see them doing it, again, unless somebody comes away and blows away and off and they simply cannot refuse. But Buddebaker is a probable safety and sure, yes, there's many teams in this league that will take Buda Baker off their hands in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, without a doubt. But again, I don't say the Cardinals trade him. And again, the Cardinals are in a situation where, as much as I hate to say, they couldn't be a the possibility. they in a rebuilding mode. But again, the their quarterback that they spent a lot of money on is not going to be, could not be ready, could not be ready what about midseason Mid-season, maybe. Now, the word on the street is he is making progress, but again, he might not be ready until this season. So, again, you don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Um, if you don't know, that puts more pressure on whoever's going to quarterback. That puts pressure on the running game. It's going to put pressure on the offense, and to be, I don't know if the offense will deliver, which is going to put, again, more pressure on the defense. And the defense, again, isn't, is needs work. Again, there's a couple there's some talented players on the team. Buda Baker's one and certainly one player. And again, Cardinals are not gonna trade. I don't see Cardinals trading Booty Baker. Now certainly out there you sit out there, you listen. Um, who yeah, who who would want Buda Baker? Again, the Philadelphia Eagles are always excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles are always in talks about getting a top notch player. And certainly Buda Baker would be a perfect fit for the Eagles. I mean, after all they've lost. Both their safeties and you know free agents they did get Emmons away from Pittsburgh Steelers But they can use an old safety and boot would be an excellent pickup for the Eagles Now to me I think the Giants could, could use the Giants could use the secondary help But it would be a nice addition for the, for the Giants But I don't know if I see the Giants making making that deal Now I can see how I can see I can see how Roseman I can see him sitting there sitting there wheeling and dealing that wouldn't surprise me one weird possible about the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers can use a safety. Their safeties have had, have had a rough couple of years. I think Baker could walk right in there and certainly give the um, the Packers a little more of a spin on the defense. Again, the defense didn't look at the expectations it did last year, but I think the Baker certainly would be a nice addition to the team. Now, again, Chicago's always looking for some defensive some, you know, some defense, I can see him in Chicago's a possibility, as a possibility. Um, you know, again, you start looking around, I mean, I mean, you start looking around again, I mean, there's a lot of teams, I mean, what about the New England Patriots? I mean, when a, when a defensive piece comes in, he, yeah, you know, you know, Bill Belichick, and he's all on the defensive side of the player, here's a guy that can play, again, what about the Cleveland Browns? The Cleveland Browns are looking for defensive help. I can see that. Heck, I can see Buda in Pittsburgh. Can you imagine putting Buda with um. Michael Fitzpatrick? Can you imagine that? That has a high. I think. What about the Cincinnati Bengals? Cincinnati Bengals lost a couple of their safeties. Yeah, both of their safeties. Can you imagine Buddha going to Cincinnati? I would love that, but I don't see that happening. I yes, I can see him in Tennessee. Tennessee can use the help. I wouldn't discount the Colts as a possibility. I can see the Texans. Texans can use a guy of his, cal- of his caliber. Um, what else? I mean, I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of teams out there that could certainly use his services. I would discount the Kansas City Chiefs. Would I discount them? No, I wouldn't discount them. I wouldn't discount the Raiders. The Raiders need help in the secondary. I don't discount them going to, to Vegas. But again, yes, Buddha's, Buddha would certainly have a lot of people that are interested in his services. But again, I don't see the, I don't see the Cardinals trading Buddha because basically he is a, a building block. He's like Kyle Murray. Uh, Buddha's like a building block on defense. Kyle's a building block on the offense, side the ball. But again, again, I get it. Buddha's to the point where he sees it right on the wall. You've got, like I said, new head coach, new general manager, new front office, um, yeah. Um, and let's be honest with you, another thing to think about is the there's controversy going on in, in in Arizona. Again, we haven't really touched up on the situation as of course so Arizona's ran really into some some problems in their in, in their in their faults in their structure. Again, there's rumors coming up in Arizona now that they're pulling that little of a over bit um a Washington commander on people where they're um abusing what like, coworkers now or yeah, that's been a rumor going, going around on discrimination. Um, that that has been running rampant in Arizona. And, you know, maybe a guy like Buddha Baker, you know, doesn't be a part of that. And again, I might get that understanding if, if again, I don't know. So I can say that all this stuff is true. Again, rumors are rumors until they are facts. But again, I'm sure that doesn't help. The Cardinals. I was bit of a bigger situation as well, and Budu sees it writing on the wall. you see the Cardinals are going down. The 49ers are still the tenders I think, for the next couple of years against Seattle. They're not going anywhere, and I don't know how much more the Rams have in their tank. But right now, the Rams may be a better team than the Cardinals in the division. Now, for the Rams, yes, I hear the rumors that maybe that, that the Rams could trade Matthew Stafford. Now, Stafford is healthy; he can still be a serviceable player, a serviceable quarterback to somebody, but I don't think I see I don't see Matthew Schrafford going anywhere but again, I'm not saying somebody would not take Trafford off of the Rams' hand if the right price came along and the right situation for Matthew to to go I can certainly see that but within the knows the Cardinals are going to be in trouble and they're going to be you know, rebuilding, and you have to wonder if you think about it deep down inside. But has got one point. I mean, to me, Colin Murray has got the big contract, and, and still to this day, people talk about is Colin Murray fully focused? Is ever since he's got the money, he is? Yeah, he is. Maybe gotten a big head. He's not really concerned about the team anymore. Reports have come out about that, and you have to wonder: Are there? Is there some truth to that? I mean, Kevin. Kevin Beecham, who is a, who was the tackle for the team last year, who did re sign the Cardinals, came out and said that he has a potential of being a, a solid leader, but he was immature. And you have to wonder if Buddha feels that maybe he's immature. And maybe that plays into Buddha Baker's decision of winning out of there. Again, Connor, but you have to wonder if if the Cardinals got a contention, would James Connor be trading bait? he could be gone. Could Barkey's Brown be even trade bait to somebody? Could Zach Hurts under the right situation? Could he be traded? Now, Humphreys, who they re-signed, he's a pretty decent tackle. Could they trade him? You know, if 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 one team's offensive line starts getting hurt, there's a guy that is a suitable suitable guy you can plug in to your tackle position. He's a trade bait. Trade bait. And of course, again, there's things about Again, there's, you know, there's players, possibilities. But again, like, the Cardinals have a line on their plate, and to me, it's not a good sign that a guy, a pro-bro like Baker, wants out. And again, like I said before, and I stated, this is a situation I really believe where this is a point where, again, I think is writing on the wall that the Cardinals are not going to be a contending team for maybe, for maybe a few years, and again, we just stated, if they follow that contention, we just say that a lot of guys won't be traded, and I think Boo understands that, and I think he wants out, and yes, there's a lot of teams that would take Boo Baker, but I don't see the Cardinals getting rid of him, getting rid of him at all, whatsoever, but yes, he's a, he'll a tremendous addition to any, to any team whatsoever, but again, it goes back to this, I mean, did the Cardinals make a mistake of giving Kyle Murray all that money, and again, if you're a quarterback, again, quarterback is a high premium. Everybody talks about Kyle Murray's contract, Deshaun Watson's contract. Well, again, we've discussed this already. If you think that's something, wait till Joe Burrow gets his money. Justin Herbert. Heck, Jalen Hurts, yeah. Jalen Hurts, for example. These are the next three guys going to get money. And, they can, and, and guys like Burrow, Justin Herbert, or even Jalen Hurts are going to blow Kyle Murray out of the water when it comes to money. You think about it this way. You think Burrow, Burrow's been to the Super Bowl and a chance of game. He's gonna want to garner more morning and Colin Murray. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has been to the Super Bowl at least. And probably could have been and probably would have been the MVP of the Super Bowl if if Kansas hadn't won. And then again, you probably make a case for AJ Brown as well if you want to make that case. But I think Jalen would probably gonna be the MVP of the Super Bowl if they had won. And again, Justin Herbert, well, to be honest with you, Justin Herbert, in the first three years in this league, has got more passing marks than any quarterback in the history of the game. And again, to be honest with you, Justin had did take a team to go playoff. Then again, Kyle Merger did but Justin is more talented, I think, than Kyle Murray. So again, was well, Kyle kind of, it, it kind of The Cardinals at the time had no choice but to pay Kyle Murray's his money, because at the time. They probably felt there wasn't gonna be a better option out there and there really wasn't a better option for the Cardinals than before. But again they had no choice with to take Kyler Murray. Now again, offensively they had tries. I mean Kyler, I mean, over to last year, Kyler Murray was a pretty it was his play was increasing and last year. Injuries called up to him and he got hurt and he was never the same never the same player. Yeah, I remember two years ago, this was the last undefeated team two years ago, and they snuck in the back door of the playoffs. They struggled, and, then of course, they lost in the playoffs. But, again, and of course, they got the old Cliff Kingsbury fire. Now, of course, Cliff Kingsbury is now, I believe, is the, believe, on the quarterback's coach of Southern Cal. Now he's working with Lincoln Riley. Should be interesting. Yeah, Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury. Kind of interesting, little little one-two, a little uh, one-two punch with the uh, coaching staff with the uh, Southern Cal. It's kind of interesting, but but again, you know, back to Buddha. Buddha sees writing on the wall. I think he knows the Cardinals are going to be struggling for the next few years. I mean, the Forty Niners they're they're going to still be there. Seattle's gonna be getting better. Now again, you could make an argument for the Rams. Are they you know they're up and they're down. But again, the Rams, can the Rams bounce back? Again, they've still got a veteran group, but again, they've got some spots on the team that need to be need to be taken care of. But for Buda, bottom line is, just like Devin White we said last episode, the writing's on the wall. He wants to move on. He wants to get to the team. Certainly wants to get to the team. I don't think Buda's really about the money. I think right now is at the point in his career now where I think he's still a young career. But I think he wants to get on a team where he can be a, a contending ball club, and certainly there's a lot of teams out there that are contenders that can get you know that can get that can get in the playoffs and make a deep playoff run. Cardinals are certainly not one. Again, are the Eagles? Yes, the Eagles are a team still. The Giants, the Giants have a chance to get back to the playoffs again, but it all depends if Barkley can come to terms. If Barkley's willing to sign his contract there. The one year $10 million, 10 million, 10 million, 10 point whatever it is, million. Can he see, is he to sign that type of contract? Again, a lot of people to Detroit might have a chance when they finally have a chance to get to play off from the north. Could Minnesota could Minnesota be still contenders? Do I discount Green Bay's a possibility? Tampa Bay, yes, they got a chance. Saints, yes, the Saints got a chance. Again, the 49ers, Seattle, again. There's a lot of teams in the NFC, not named Arizona Cardinals, have a chance to make the playoffs. It's just to me Arizona is one of them that's not gonna make, that's just not gonna make the playoffs. I can make a list, a short list. I'll say the Commanders might be one that don't make the playoffs. Um, I'll make a list of the Chicago Bears. I'll say that. I'm gonna say the Panthers nor the Falcons will make the playoffs. Don't dis I'm not i am not going to discount them all together, but I'm gonna say them and I'm gonna say the Cardinals i would say that, Carl. So to me, there might be five teams that to me they don't have a chance in the NFC of making the playoffs. Now again, with the Rams, it all depends. I would say the Rams would be six, but but again, I don't discount Sean McFay, his coaching ability, and what he can get out of this team. Again, it's a it's a, it's a veteran group and a veteran group. To me, the team could be like kind of Tampa Bay, but I think Tampa Bay's got more talent than the Rams. Bay. But again, I'll take Stratford, still Matthew Stratford, a healthy Matthew Stratford over Baker Mayfield. But then again, I think Baker has a better all line to work around than Matthew does. But again, we'll see. With Buddha, I get it. I mean, Buddha, Buddha, is, Buddha I don't think, is going nowhere. The Cardinals are going to keep him. Um, and again, it's not going to stop another team for calling the. Uh, Carlos is that, hey, we've heard Rumors Boot once out of there. What do you want from him? Will the Cardinals field calls? Yeah, I'm sure they would probably field calls. Would they trade him? Unless somebody, somebody blows on with an offer they simply can't use. What that offer is? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's got to be a, a high draft pick. Maybe a couple high draft. Maybe a second round pick in this year's draft. Maybe something next year's draft. Something along those lines, maybe. But for the Cardinals, the bottom line is yes, the Cardinals might not want to come out of mode, but they're kind of in a rebuilding mode. And again, we don't know when Murray is going to step on the field this year. And again, Buda's not going really to want to be around for all of that. Buda wants to wants to be gone. He wants to be out of there. And again, it's it's got to be a sad, a sad, sad state in this world when when Pro Bowlers, when pros like, uh like Devin White and Buda Baker, they want off off their teams. Because again, they see it right on the walls. And to be honest with you, I get, I get it. If you trade Devin, because he doesn't want to be on a, on a team that's on the downside or a because the Cardinals again are on the downside. I'm sure every player in the NFL who doesn't like their situation is going to want to be, is going to want to get out of there. And again, their players aren't like that. Their players get tired of losing or coming up short. The Cincinnati Bengals made that famous for many, many years. Paulson Palmer got tired of losing. That's why he got, that's why he got, he went to the Raiders. Corey Dillon, he got tired of losing. What do you think he did? He went to, he went to the New England Patriots and got a Super Bowl win. So, it's not having a possibility. bottom line is, Buddha wants, wants to be a winner. And he knows he's not going to get that with the Cardinals. But again, we'll see. But again, I don't think Buddha's going to be traded. Buddha's probably going to be stuck with, with, the Cardinals and but again never say never right I mean Hopkins might get traded or does he stay or will Buddha get traded, or will Buddha stay but again I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that they want Buddha to stay around but again my guess is Buddha hangs around unless somebody blows away the cards off they they cannot, cannot refuse and to be honest with you I don't think there's a time out there that's going to be Give them is going to give the Cardinals what they want for Galen Buddha Baker. So to me, Buddha stays. Buddha will have to stay on a team that could very well finish last in the division. And who knows when? Only a few more games. Maybe who knows? Four games this year at best. And again, again, it all depends if um all depends of Colin Murray. If he does depends on when he returns and when he returns, is he going to be one hundred percent healthy? Because it's going to take a while to recover from, from an injury. And Kyler, we'll see what Collar's like. But again, with Collar, I have to wonder sometimes if Buddha doesn't see what some of the people see in Arizona well, that, that maybe Kyler Murray is not, the is not the quarterback that he wants to be around moving forward. But we'll see. But for Buddha, Buddha I think will stay put. I don't think he goes nowhere. Unless, like I said, unless my an offer they simply cannot us. Now speaking of the Cardinals, let's talk about one of Buddha, one of Budabaker's current teammates, and he's been he was he's been talked about here in a few of my a few of my episodes. That's one, of DeAndre Hopkins. and we talked about DeAndre Hopkins in the last episode, as he is going to he, he is not going to participate in the off season. You know. Uh, team activities for the Cardinals, and again, with Hopkins being possible trade bait, um, that's not surprising. But there's a new team, maybe, maybe there's a rumor going around. There's a new team that can get in, get in on the DeAndre Hopkins bidding bidding, and that is the New York Jets. Now, again, there's a writer. You, you got loving writers come up with rumors, speculations, and stuff, and stuff like that, right? Well. There, there is a rumor going around now that the Jets could be interested in in his services. Now, again, the Jets have been tied, of course. The Jets have been tied to Aaron Rodgers for who knows how long now. And again, they cannot get anything straight with Aaron Rodgers. And of course, the rumors are that the that Aaron that the the Packers will be 12th overall picking their shoes draft and uh. The Jets are not willing to part to part with that now. To me, if you play, if you play the, if you are playing the dream sequence, yeah, Hopkins to the Jets would, would be an interesting fit. You have Hopkins, Garrett Wilson, yeah, uh, Lazard, yeah, and Hardman. It would be a, it'd be an interesting for some for some to really use to really play with out there. But again, I think with the Jets. I don't see the Jets making really, their the biggest reach in the world for Hopkins. I think right now their complete focus, their main focus, is to get, is to get, yeah, I mean, it is to get Aaron Rodgers, right? That's their focus. That's been their focus. Now, to me, whether, whether the Jets need a one receiver, they seem to have a young one receiver, Garrett Wilson, you sign Alan Lazard. I guess through the number two receiver because you see, because you you're trying to get Aaron Rodgers in, and yes, you got Hardman. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy who's going to stretch your field for, for you. Now, to me, to me this Hardman has not really shown me anything as a receiver since he's coming to his to his Now he's at Patrick Mahomes throwing football, and Patrick Mahomes cannot get at Hard, Hardman Hardman straight. If he could not get his trade, I can't see Aaron Rodgers doing it. And Aaron Rodgers gets frustrated. He's frustrated pretty quickly with, with uh, receivers that cannot you know, catch passes or, or, or not run the right routes or something like that. And I don't see Hardin being the, being the recipient of catching a lot of Aaron Rodgers' passes if Aaron Rodgers actually finally gets traded to him. Now, again, Lazard Lazar knows Aaron Rodgers. So, again, that's a situation that's okay. Now, Garrett Wilson's going to his second year. He had a thousand yards last year. Again, Garrett Wilson played well with whoever was Zach Wilson, whether it was Mike White, Joe Flacco. Garrett seemed to do pretty well. So, to me, I think the adjustment with Garrett Wilson to Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, I'm going to be a few minor bumps in the road, but if Wilson can play with those three quarterbacks, he should be able to play with Aaron Rodgers, and that should be a picnic for him. But, Again, we'll see. Again, you've got two veteran tight ends on the team that Aaron should have a problem problem with if Aaron comes there. But again, it's interesting if you bring DeAndre Hopkins now. If you brought Hopkins in, Hopkins would be the number one receiver. Wilson would go back to being number two. Now, to be honest with you, I can see Hopkins and Wilson be a thousand receivers. And Lazard would be the number three receiver. You put Lazard in, in the slot. And Lazard's the type of guy that can catch 75 to 80 passes in that in that slot in that slide. if you brought DeAndre Hopkins in. Mm-hmm. Wilson, I like Garrett Wilson. To me, Wilson's got a tremendous upside in his legs. Again, a thousand dollars rookie season. And you gotta remember, Garrett Wilson was the offensive rookie of the year this past year. Matter of fact, the Jets had offense and defensive a defensive uh, rookie players of the year. So that shows you the drafting at the um yeah, the great drafting job that the Jets did last season. I mean got, got both Gardner and Wilson in the first round. They traded back to get Jeremy Johnson from a uh, Florida State fight. So again, again, it was a great draft for the Jets last year. But now could they get the De- could they get Hopkins? My guess my guess is they will not they will not pursue Hopkins. I think the bottom line is their biggest concern is can he land Aaron Rodgers? If they can land Aaron Rodgers, then they feel they can be a playoff contender. Again, to me the defense took tremendous tries last year. The offensive line, if it's healthy, it's not a bad offensive line. The running game depends if Brees Hall can come back and be hundred percent healthy. Again, we're not going to be nice for sure about that. The running game could be iffy. Now, Wilson is a thousand yard, a thousand yard receiver. Yes, without a doubt, Miss this is a thousand yard receiver. But can you get the production out of Lizar that she did last year? Can you find Hardeman? Can Hardeman finally be, you know, be a, a quality receiver in this league? The your turn skills are good, but can you be that receiver in this league, top notch receiver. But again. I know it's a wish. It's a wishful thinking for New York faithful to have a guy like us, a guy like Garrett, you yeah, know, a guy like DeAndre Hopkins actually with you know with this um, with the Jets. I'm sure it's a wishful thinking for New Yorkers, but I don't don't really see it happening. Again, the bottom line is the focus is trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Now I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would would not complain if they can land Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm sure Aaron would not complain. About trying to go ahead and get DeAndre Hopkins, but then again, what team in this league would want DeAndre Hopkins on it? But again, I just don't see. The, I just don't see the Jets. The Jets faithful landing DeAndre Hopkins. I think either A stays with the Cardinals, B, he's gonna wind, he's gonna wind, certainly wind up elsewhere. And I think the best option for him might be the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe that's where he, that's where he wants That's where he winds up. Bad, and like they say, the rich they always get richer. But again, the Chiefs do need a guy like Jadja Hopkins. Or well, I think the Jets might not need Hopkins as bad as you think he does. Like I said, it'd be, an, it'd be an interesting thought. It'd be a nice pickup if that was possible. But again, if you lay in Aaron Rodgers, how do you think you're going to get Hopkins? And I think that's where an issue comes in. And if you're the Cardinals and you want to trade Hopkins, if you don't trade the Chofield, role picking the draft. Then what do, you think the, what do you think the Cardinals are going to want? They to probably want that that first round pick for a guy like Hopkins. Now, certainly, I don't think the yeah, certainly, I don't see the um, Jets brass giving up that pick for um, for Hopkins. If they wouldn't do it for Aaron Rodgers, then I could trade that pick for Hopkins. So, I don't see what capital they would have to land a guy, a guy, a guy like that. But for the Jets faithful, it is interesting. It's it's a nice push for thinking, Hopkins go along with Garrett Wilson be a nice little one-two punch Let's say you bring in let's say you can't get Aaron Rodgers it's not great quarterback but the problem is the focus right now on trade is trying to find a way to land one one Aaron Rodgers and can you again that's a situation right now that's been going back and forth and you hear so many different rumors if you can land Aaron Rodgers or you can't land Aaron Rodgers what's it gonna to take to get him first-round pick, which the Jets do not want to give up. Do you give up a second-rounder? Do you give up both of your 2nd round? Probably the Jets have got two second rounds this year. Do you give up both? Do you give up a second-rounder for a guy like, you know, do you do all that playing Aaron Rodgers? But again, with Hopkins, it's wishful thinking. I just don't think Hopkins is going to the Jets. I still think he ends up maybe, maybe in Kansas City or he stays at the Cardinals. But again... It's wishful thinking. It's nice, but the bottom line is, it's all about Aaron Rodgers. Trying to get Aaron Rodgers right now, and not worry about Hopkins. And that's where the focus. and I'm sure that's where the focus for the, um, you know, the Jets are right right now, and not and not and not Hopkins. And can yeah, you know, can they get something? Can they get something? You know, trade going? Now, of course, the GM for the, uh, I believe, um, president of the. Club, Mark Murphy, president of the Packers, has said that the uh, two general managers have been talking off and on, but nothing has been etched in stem as far as trying to make to make a de- to make a deal. But again, we'll see. We shall see if if, Hop- if Hopkins does get traded. But to me, ladies and gentlemen, I don't expect. I did not expect Hopkins to end up in a. I don't expect it to be. How comes it to be end up in a Jets uniform? Can't see uniform, maybe. But a Jet uniform, no. And again, I know it's wishful thinking. When a top notch player is a free agent, you want you want your team to go get him. You want them to go get him where well, the bottom line is. It's not happening to Jets fans. It's, it's a wishful thinking. It's a nice thought. But again, for. Jets right now it's Aaron Rodgers or bust, and if a bust will not get in Aaron Rodgers, which we figure that at some point in time there should be a deal done for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it might take the draft. Maybe it might take the draft to actually get to get that done, and we're we're feeling that's what it's going to take. It might take it up until that point to get to get anything done. Maybe a day or two before the draft. Maybe at draft day. Who knows? But for Hopkins, I don't see Hopkins going to. I just don't see Hopkins hang up in a jet uniform. It's wishful thinking. It's a nice thought, but it's just not going to happen. Now, the the Minnesota Vikings, they have been in the news a lot lately on many different subjects. Uh, one is talking about we, that we have talked about Kirk Cousins in the past, about Kirk Cousins is in the final year of his contract. He's paid what He's getting paid 30 some million this year, this year. And the Cardinals I and mean, Vikings are more than likely not going to bring him back next season. And there's been speculation that Kirk Cousins was going to be traded. But right now, Kirk's probably going to finish out his contract with Minnesota. We heard about Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, the rumors now keep growing and growing. I just read an article before I into this episode that. Uh, there is one particular team out there that's highly interested in Dalvin Cook's services. I don't know the team. It was not depressed in an article, but there are several teams that would have wanted, could have taken Dalvin Cook. I could see him in Philadelphia. I could see him in Philadelphia. I could have seen in I could see him in Buffalo. Those are two most likely landing spots. I could have seen him at one point in time, but again, it's interesting. Another possibility is what about the Kansas City Chiefs? Can you imagine Dalvin Cook with Patrick Mahomes in the same backfield? But War out of Minnesota is there's is a very distinct chance, a good possibility that they could draft a young a quarterback in this year's draft. Now, now to me, it will not be young and it it's not gonna be CJ Stroud. We figured one of the figure there's one of those two teams, it's not going to be one of those two quarterbacks. Okay. So Richardson, I don't think Rick and unless, unless the Vikings fall into the number three spot, and they land like Richardson or Levis. I don't know if I see them even doing that. If they don't do that, I think Richardson goes to the Colts, and that leaves Levis. and who knows, there's a rumor that, that he could land up in the Raiders to be Jimmy Garoppolo's understudy, I've heard possible as a Bay could take a certain might might draft and you've been looking for a young quarterback in the future. So to be honest with that, lead what that needs for Minnesota is if they stay in that spot. Hooker from Tennessee has been the guy that's been coming to a lot of conversations as a possibility, possible landing spot for you know, for him is in Minnesota. Now again, Hooker put up some pretty good numbers last year. Now. The one they said the one disadvantage with Hooker is he is coming off an injury yes, but he's twenty years, he is twenty five years old so he's not like yeah twenty five is not old no but for a football player coming into the league being twenty five years old is kind of old old in a way but again they're thinking about maybe again they're thinking about like cousins cousins pitches up this year as a quarterback for this team and a guy like maybe. Hooker, you're grooming, you're grooming But you don't have to rush and you can groom him for the entire for the entire year. Now, I believe the Vikings have re-signed Nate Mullins. I believe they did. And I think Mullins is a backup right now to Kirk Cousins. But again, the word on the street is that the Vikings are looking for a quarterback they can groom certainly for the future. And since he's still got Kirk Cousins for one more year and they've got a chance to make another trip to the playoffs, if everything stays according to plan, if obviously Kurt doesn't get her- hurt, obviously Dalvin Cook does or does not get trade returns, the offensive line gets healthy, you still got Justin Jefferson, Ken- KJ Osborne in replace Adam Thielen, yeah, and you got TJ Hawkinson. So offensively, Minnesota is there offensively if no trades are made. But defensively, has been a big issue. You bring in line Flores. Oh, and he can correct the situation on defense. Now, he did get Byron Murphy away from the Cardinals to help you know, to help with the secondary. But again, the word on the street is is looking for a young quarterback in the future. Now, could Hooker be that possibility? Right now, unless they trade up, my guess is yes. It could be a very strong possibility. But again, I'm thinking defense. I still think defense, as bad as the defense was last year, I'm still thinking defense is a possibility. I'm still thinking maybe sign secondary. I'm looking at maybe, you know, maybe another, maybe another pass rusher. I'm looking at a pass rusher, someone in the secondary. That's what I'm looking for. I know, I know. To me, Hooker could probably fall into the I can, I think Hooker could fall into the second round. And if Minnesota wanted to go for the juggler in the second round, and make a lot of trades and you know, just let's say make a trade with you know with you know with the Bears or the Texans in the second round to get a guy to get to get to get you know to get Hooker, they move up, they take Hooker. To me I think Hooker could be more of a second round type of pick in this draft. I really believe that. Now I believe he, I believe he's that guy. Again, you have to wonder can he recover from his injuries injuries now. Hooker's made a pretty good impression on pro scouts. But again, again, Hooker's going to, be on, he's going to be recovering from his injury, and he's going to be he's going to be under the learning tree of somebody now. Of somebody again, Minnesota would be white right if Hooker was not get drafted by Minnesota. Yes, he'd be in the right situation because Cousins again has gotten has has been a pretty decent pickup for Minnesota. He's been, he's gotten Minnesota to the playoffs. Let's make no mistake, mistake about that. Um, now, granted, he he's not he's not gotten to a Super Bowl, but he has gotten to the playoffs. And I know Kirk Cousins, he gets bashed by a lot, a lot of field experts, but again, he's been a consistent player for the Minnesota Vikings. Again, offensively, Minnesota, offense is not Minnesota's issue. Defense is their issue, but they've got it Correct. To me, I think defensive side of the ball is the best bet to go here for this, to increase, to give Brian Flores more weapons on the defensive side of the ball. And to me, I think there's a chance you can, you can get hooker in the second round. Because to me, I think there's only going to be four quarterbacks taken in the first. You figure, let's say, Young, C.J. Stroud, Richardson, and uh, Will Now, now, again, I don't see Will falling that far, but what if, what if Will falls that far to Minnesota? Does Minnesota take a chance on, a, on an arm like Will Davis? Maybe they do. But, again, I think defense is where Minnesota needs to focus their concentration on. And, again, try to get up in the second round. I think you can move them, get Hooker in the second round. Uh, maybe maybe there's a, even a weird possibility you go to Kansas City. Who has the the first round? Maybe you go to Kansas City. And you pull that Lamar Jackson out of your hat, you trade back in the first round, you get hook. Maybe if you're in Minnesota, you feel that confident in this young man, go get him. Do something like that. But, you know, again, I get it that you want to prepare, and Kirk Cousins is gone by next year because you have no intentions on bringing back Kirk Cousins. I get that and understand it. And Nate Mullins is certainly not your answer moving forward. And I do not know what the free agent pool looks like. And again, I don't think the quarterback situation is going to be better in next year's draft than it is this year's draft. But again, if I'm going to on the right, I got to look out that way. I got I to gotta do the best I can to correct that defense side of the ball. And if I can trade back, maybe late first round, or maybe trade up in the second round to get my quarterback, maybe I'll look at it that way. And again, that's not to say that you know, so still wouldn't have a veteran quarterback. Yes, I know you got Nate Hones. But there's a few quarterbacks out there. Why not try to have one quarterback? I get it. If you can get Hooker, go get him. But I wouldn't do it in the first round. What about the defense first? Then yeah, then trade. Yeah. Then like I said, then you know trade back in the first round. Pull the pull Lamar Jackson. Do what yeah do what the Ravens did, you know, several years ago. Do it like that. Or not. Yeah, maybe make a trade with the Texans or something like that. You know, for the, um, maybe, trade, maybe, maybe trade the Texans in the second round and try to get a trade with them. I'm sure the Texans might not might consider moving, uh, taking a trade, moving back and adding more picks. Because again, they're a team that's trying to rebuild, regroup. And again, that's something that I can see a Minnesota doing. But again, defense. Defense is what Minnesota needs to work on. Certainly, I hope they do work on it. Again, again, there's been the been coming out that Minnesota is going to going to possibly look at a quarterback in this year's in this year's in this year's draft. And again, it would surprise if they did, but to me, I think it would be a mistake if they took it if they took him in the first round, which I believe their first round, I think, is twenty second overall. I think defense. I think get get my man Brian Flores some more defensive help and turn that team around. Offense is not a problem. I get it. I understand it. You want a quarterback that you can groom for the future. Again, you're not bringing back. You're not going to bring back Kirk Cousins. I got that. I understand it. You're not bringing him back. It's going to cost a lot. Again, it cost for like $35, thirty five, thirty six million, and you got to go pay Kirk Cousins that amount of money. So I get it. I understand it. But again, let's look at it right now. Ring across his back. The had you talk about you talk about trading Dalvin Cook. Looks like even a step further than that. Again, Justin Jefferson's been one of the top receivers in this league since he rolled into this league. Well, eventually there's gonna come a point in time where he wants to get paid his money and the way he's played his first couple years in this league, yeah, he could be paid Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins type money, or he might break the bank and be the top the top notch, the highest paid receiver. In this league, and that really wouldn't shock me if he did, right? Wouldn't shock me if of Jackson becomes the highest-paid receiver in this league. And again, like we said before, we'll say it again: if you pay three to four players X amount of dollars, then you're going to wind up having a lot of holes and a lot of little spots. But again, Cousins, this is his last year. Not saying Minnesota so can't get back to the playoffs. I believe they can. They didn't have a great defense last year and they got the playoffs based off the offense. And again this year, yes, I believe they can get back to the they can get back to the playoffs on their offensive line. Now last year they wanted to pass the ball more than run the ball. I thought it was a mistake. You got a guy like Dalvin Cook use it. Use Dalvin as best you can. But now there's a possibility Dalvin might not be there. And to me, that could hurt the offense. Now, I believe it did. I believe it did bring back Alexander Madison, and he could be the number one running back if Dalvin Cook is gone. But then again, you look at the running, you look at the draft. Do you trade Dalvin Cook? Maybe you draft Faji Robinson. Do you do you do you take a chance in that regard? You keep moving and keep building it on the offense, and hope that Brian Flores, what you have right now in Minnesota, he can fix that I'm not saying it's not possible maybe that's a more route that Minnesota is thinking they can do that but for right now that's what they want they want possibly Hooker as the quarterback of the future the 22nd pick overall in the draft and to be honest with you bottom line is if you don't trade Cook defensively it's what you've got to work on again like I said before and I'll say it again draft a defensive player Maybe you can get lucky and make a, a, a move up in the second round. Maybe where the Houston Texans are at, and get your quarterback of the future in Hooker, and then having learned under Kirk Cousins, having learned under you know Kevin O'Connell for that full year, and then if you've got that much confidence in Hooker after you learned under that, then turn it over to him, and let's see where Minnesota goes goes from there. But again, if I'm Minnesota. That's what I would, that's what I would do. Now, let's talk about one NFC South team that has made some noise, a lot of noise this all season. No, it's not Tampa Bay. No, we're not talking about the Saints and Derek Carr. And yes, we know the Panthers, they've got a new football coach, and got the, they made that move to get their first football pick in the draft. But it's the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, maybe the Chicago Bears. You can make an argument to the point that maybe these are the two two teams that had the best all season. Maybe you can throw Duke Detroit Lions in there because their defensive upgrades. Well, the Atlanta Falcons. The one thing Atlanta Falcons have missed the last few years is defense. Now Atlanta, Atlanta, in their Super Bowl year didn't have let's say the greatest defense in the world, but it had a decent defense to help suppress support that offense. Now, last season, last season, the offense wasn't that bad. Even it was ran by Marcus Mariota most of the season. They had a decent offense line that played well. The running game was solid with Ty Algier, Patterson. You have a good young student, Drake London. Kyle Pitts got hurt last year. Should be back this year. Again, the biggest thing, I think, the biggest thing with the Falcons is the quarterback. Is Desmond Reeder, the answer. Because now there's a rumor going, rumors going around this year's draft that they may take another quarterback. I think of the eighth overall pick picking the draft. And there's even talk about doing that. Now, I don't know if they'll do that Now, not. I, I fear they'll still stick on the defensive side of the ball. But, given current words to do, the one thing you've addressed is they've addressed that. They've uh, gone out and they got Jesse Bates as one of the top safeties in this league for the last couple of years. Calais Campbell. A gentleman who's maybe, what, a sack or a sack and a half away from 100 sacks in his career. Now, can you this? Yes, he's on the, on the tail end of in his career, but he's still, pretty, he's really, even at his age, he is still a productive player in this league. They just signed Bud Dupree two days ago, and if Bud Dupree is completely 100% healthy, he's a decent pass rusher. Yes, you still got a Grady Jarrett who's one of the more underrated defensive tackles, I feel, in this league. They've added a linebackers all season who should be yeah, who should do well for them as well. So again, give the Falcons credit where it is due. Defense has been the huge has been an embarrassment for the last few years. And they've gone out in the free agency and they've done this to upgrade, upgrade it. Now, how much how much dividends of upgrades pay, you know, we'll see. But I think the Falcons defense will be better. I'm not going to sit back and say it's top 10 defense. I'm not going to say that. But hopefully for the Falcons, this all works out, and this is a huge upgrade. They should have a little bit of an upgrade. And if the defense has any improvement whatsoever, you know, and again, offensively, I think the biggest thing for them is the quarterback play. If if, if Rear is, is the real McCoy, is he legit? Again, we'll we'll find that as as the season goes on. But again they're they're looking to actually again they had a good running game last year and I'm thinking they will continue to run the football this year. But again, don't discount, don't discount Drake London and don't yeah, and use Cal Pitts. Use both of them. And I think and I think that's something that Arthur Smith has gotta has gotta think about long and hard. Yes, you have to run the ball but you got London and you got Pitts. You gotta get them to the ball more. Now, a Leader is probably going to throw the football more than Mariota will have. But again, you have to wonder, are, they, are the Falcons, will the Falcons do that? Will they go ahead and draft? They quarterback the first overall in the draft. I'm say they probably won't. My guess is defense has been a huge issue. My guess is they continue on the defense side of the ball. They may add a, another run stopper. Maybe they add another defensive lineman. Maybe a little more help in the secondary. But again, the Falcons at least are on the right path. They recognize that their they have recognized that their defense has, a, has been has been what's held them back. Now again, we're in a tough we're in a tough division. The divisions up the grass. Tampa Bay still so has a chance to win the division. Again, the Saints. Yes, they got a chance to win the division. And the Panthers. The Panthers they know what by getting the first overall pick in this year's draft. But again, I don't see the Panthers. Panthers really being a contender this year. I like the defense, but the offense he's worked on. That game we've talked about it in the last episode, defensively, again, Atlanta's made improvements. Atlanta's trying to keep up par with Tampa Bay and the Saints and the Panthers in the Panthers' division. But it all depends on what team can win the football. I think it all depends on what team can with the football for the South this year. Well, basically, that wins the division. Again, I still think Atlanta could finish either third or dead last in the division. I don't think they get past Tampa Bay. and I don't think they really get past the Saints. Now, of course, now if Baker Mayfield plays hard, and Kyle Trask comes in and he plays even worse, yeah, then things could get a little bit more interesting in that, in that division. But for Atlanta, yeah, I, I get Atlanta high marks for, for, for free agency this year. They spent their money. And to me, I mean, I've always made a joke. They could be the Atlanta Falcons. They could be the Jacksonville Jaguars, you spending all the money, and they'd be. But the Falcons, they did make tremendous strides this all season, at least trying to address the one thing: the defense side of the ball. But again, for the South, it all depends who can put the ball, I think, better offensively. That's all that has is to episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves. See you again soon.